Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to mention that I heard your requests. A lot of you said that you were interested in my new moon and full moon restorative rituals, but you were not interested in practicing yoga with me during the week. So I heard you. I get it. We started something new in online yoga club. It's called the moon membership, and you can join me monthly for the new moon and the full moon restorative rituals, and also get a guided meditation each month for the planetary season that we are in. If you were interested in joining me for those new moon and full moon rituals and getting a guided meditation each season, the moon membership is perfect for you. It's a great way for you to develop a relationship with the moon cycle. So I hope you'll join us. You can head over to my website, veronicaparetti.com slash moon membership, and I will link it up in the show notes below. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica and cancer season has begun. So I am recording this on Tuesday, June 21st, and we are experiencing the summer solstice, the day that the sun stands still. So solstice in Latin means to stand still. So the winter solstice and the summer solstice are the two days of the year where the sun seems to stand still. And we get a moment to reflect, to see what is illuminated. There is a saying that sunshine is the best disinfectant. And of course, now that Mercury is done with his retrograde shadow, he is in his home sign of Gemini. He is really telling all of the truths. So we're seeing a lot of truths come out, not only in the collective, but in our individual lives as well. So take a moment this week to stand still and to reflect upon the first half of 2022. We did this yesterday in the moon day meditation. So we've been doing these Monday slash moon day meditation and cosmic conversations at 5 p.m. Eastern. And we're going to keep them going because we're having so much fun. And I'm loving getting to meet many of you who listen to the podcast who I either haven't seen in a long time or I just have never actually met. And that's the wondrous part of technology and Zoom is that we can come together from all over the world. So those sessions are going to continue. If you want to take part, make sure you're on my email list. And if you're not on my email list, you can go to astrocheatsheet.com and sign up to get on the email list. That will make sure that you get all of the information about future dates. So at some point they will be a weekly offering, I imagine, but because it is summer and I'm moving next month, we're playing it by ear for July and August. So keep your eyes peeled for future dates. But back to the reflection, we did a meditation and then we did some journaling as we always do in those sessions. And one of the things that I asked was, what have you done right this year or what has gone right this year? Because so often we spend our time focusing on what 
we're not doing well or what we're not doing enough of. But it's really important when you take time to stand still and reflect as the solstice is calling us to do, to pay attention to what's going right. And I had this moment of a couple weeks ago when I was really, really focused on what was not going right in our new home that we're moving into, which is very small. It was a very small thing. And then I said to my mom, but we're lucky. This is really small and everything else is going right. So there is always something going right. Even if we're experiencing pain in our body, our mind can get pulled to that place. But if we take a moment to stand still and reflect, we can pay attention to all of the places that are pain-free, all of the places in our body where we feel freedom or ease. And those are places where things are going right. I implore you to do this in your life on an ongoing basis, but certainly this week as we are at the halfway point of the year and so much has happened. 2022 has flown by. So give yourself a moment to stand still and be with what's happening. See what is being illuminated by the sunshine this week. And there's a lot of sunshine. The sun is not going to set until 8.30 p.m. Eastern here in New York tonight and all week. So it's going to feel like the sun is standing still. So we also had Mercury sextile Jupiter on Monday, which is a really nice moment of feeling social and feeling like you've got the gift of gab. Mercury is in Gemini. In one of his two home signs, he rules both Gemini and Virgo. And when Mercury is in Gemini, he likes to connect and understand other people's points of view. He likes to see the story from all sides. Mercury in Gemini is a great placement for a journalist. So we're seeing lots of stories, lots of truths. Everything is being illuminated and expanded and amplified thanks to Jupiter. Mercury and Jupiter being in that sextile this week. So back to the sun. So the sun has moved into Cancer. Now, I talked about this in our session yesterday And I want to mention that while cancer often kind of goes under the radar as a cardinal sign, they are boss energy. Cancer energy is fierce. It is really tough on the outside and super vulnerable on the inside. And some of the best leaders throughout history were strong people that were not scared of being vulnerable. And we learned this through Brene Brown's work, that there is strength in vulnerability. So I want you to consider this week where you have grown stronger and where how you have grown softer. That was another journal prompt from yesterday. So I really love this idea of the cancer archetype encouraging us to embrace being strong and being equally soft. And I think we need more of that in this world that we're living in. So give yourself time to nurture yourself this week. Give yourself time to do the things that nourish you. Give yourself time to lean into being soft and notice what strength you feel from that. Sometimes when we take ourselves off the hook, we have more motivation. We have more power to move forward. And that's just my experience, but see how it works for you. Cancer season reminds us that we 
need to tend to filling our cup first. If we want to show up as our strongest, most capable leaders in the world, then we really have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. So you want to connect with the family of your choosing, go where you feel supported, connect with those people, perhaps do some research on your ancestral origin. That can also be really fulfilling and, uh, heartfelt for a lot of people enjoy the food you ate as a kid that's a really simple way to honor the cancer archetype because the cancer archetype is about family about ancestry it's about our lineage it's about our sense of home so home is not always where your couch and your bed are home can be a feeling a sense of belonging And there's something really spiritual about the Cancer archetype because in the Zodiac or in your chart, traditionally Cancer rules the bottom of the chart. It's the root of the chart. It's where you come from, your sense of belonging and your inherent value in the world. So I want you to just take a moment this week and really honor yourself, honor your body, nourish yourself, take care of yourself, fill your cup and surround yourself with the people that fill your cup, that fuel you, that make you feel like your best self. So Venus is trying Pluto this week as well. And Venus is the other part of the week that's got some stuff happening because truly there's not that much happening this week, but it might feel like there's a lot happening because the sun moving into cancer is an initiation. Cancer is a cardinal sign. It is the sign of starting things up along with Aries, Capricorn, and Libra. So when the sun enters cancer, we have this point in the year where we feel like okay, I get a fresh start. Something is happening here. And we're having that this week, which is exciting. And the planets are cooperating because, you know, Mercury's out of its shadow and Venus is trucking along and they're talking to other planets that are movers and shakers. So we do have a lot of movement forward. Venus is trying Pluto on Tuesday, and we're going to feel that throughout the beginning of the week. And this brings up the undercurrent of love and money in your relationships. It's a revisit of her retrograde dance that we she went through. She went back and forth over Pluto in December, January, and then again in March. So really the whole winter, we were working through a story with Venus and Pluto, probably having to do with some sense of power or power struggle or control issues or financial resourcing in your relationships. It could have been a business relationship or it could have been a personal relationship, but something along those lines was coming up and now we're getting a revisit of that. But luckily Venus trine Pluto means that they're working together. So whatever was seated at that time last winter we are executing on the plan now. We're putting it out there. So last weekend, you might have had a little bit of intensity in your relationship because Venus did activate the eclipse point for the eclipse that we had back in April, May. So we had these Taurus Scorpio eclipses in April, May. We're still going to be experiencing eclipses on the Taurus Scorpio axis for 
another year or so. But whenever a planet goes over a degree that we had an eclipse at, there is an activation of sorts, a little bit like a deja vu moment of, I feel like I've been here before. So you might have had that. So if you had some intense stuff coming up throughout this recent eclipse season that we just put behind us, you might have had a little moment of resurgence of that or remembrance of that situation this weekend. So if you were a little impatient, feeling a little bit intense, feeling a little bit irritated, it's okay. It was probably Venus activating that degree of Taurus in your chart. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. So this week on Wednesday, we have Venus moving into Gemini. So she's going to leave her home sign of Taurus. She rules Taurus and Libra, and she's going to move into Mercury's domain in Gemini. Now that she just met up with Pluto and they've got the plan in place, she's going to take the plan and start telling everybody about it. So whatever you're working on, now is the time to go out into the town square and let everybody know because Gemini rules the neighborhood, the community. And of course, in this modern technological world, the community is the whole world, the the internet. So whatever you got to say, whatever you're working on, you can go out there and tell people about it, which is great news. She's going to be sextiling Jupiter next week, which is going to expand this energy And Mercury is going to be trining Saturn the following week. So when fire and air come together, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself because we're not going to talk about the astrology of the next two weeks, but I just want to plant the seeds for you that this cancer season is going to have a lot of productive, fiery, passionate energy thanks to the planets in Gemini, Aries, and Aquarius. So whenever we have planets in fire and air signs, air makes fire grow brighter. Air is communication and connection and ideas. Fire is passion and movement. So all of that is on the menu for cancer season. So while I want you to make sure that you take time to take care of yourself, go to the ocean, go to the lake, go to the pool, take a salt bath, honor your desire to hibernate when you have that desire, but also know that there are incredible opportunities for spreading the word and getting out there and moving things forward. So you want to focus on your friends, your community, and connecting with those that fuel you. Or in the words of Vicki Gunvalson from the Real Housewives of Orange County, that fill your love tank. That is my theme for this week, focusing on the people that you feel supported by, the people that you feel nourished by, 
the people that fill your cup, the places where you feel like you are with family, whether or not they're your actual family. For many of us, being with our actual family does not feel like the place where we are understood. But when we're with our friends or our coworkers, we might feel like that is where we are understood. So go to the places where you feel like you were understood and loved unconditionally because that is the essence of this cancer energy. It's feeling at home, feeling a sense of deep belonging, not only on a physical level, but on a spiritual level. So next week, we've got some interesting things happening. We've got Mars sextile Saturn on Monday. This is a compromise. Sextiles often bring compromises. So there's going to be a compromise on how to move forward when Mars and Saturn have a sextile. Mars is in Aries. He's at home in his sign of Aries. And Saturn is in Aquarius. And that's his second home. He rules both Capricorn and Aquarius. We have a lot of planets in their home signs right now. And that is a good thing because that helps us move things forward because when the planets are in their home signs, it means they're operating in the way that they want to operate. And that's helpful to make things happen and to feel like you're yourself. I really like that personally. And Mars and Aries in particular, I like because I'm an Aries like I'm an Aries with a quadruple shot because I've got a sun, Mercury, Mars, and rising in Aries. So when Mars is in Aries, it definitely makes me feel like myself because he's my ruler. But you might be feeling that too. You might feel like, hmm, I finally shook off that, you know, uncomfortable thing I was wearing that I didn't even know that I actually had on. And now I feel like myself again. So if you're feeling that way, it could be that so many of these planets are in their home signs. We do have four planets that are visible in the morning sky. So I want to mention this because it's a pretty cool thing that's happening astronomically that does have an impact on us astrologically, which is that four planets are visible in the morning sky as morning stars. So we call planets morning stars when they rise before the sun. And so we have Venus, which is currently in Taurus, will be in Gemini on Wednesday, Mars in his home sign of Aries, Saturn in his home sign of Aquarius, and of course, Mercury in his home sign of Gemini. They're all visible in the morning sky. So the sun rises here in New York City at about 5.30 a.m. now. So if you get up and get out there and you look at the sky at about 5 a.m., you should be able to see four bright stars in the sky that are those four planets. And that is pretty cool. So I hope you take advantage of it wherever you are. I know you'll have to wake up early to do it, but it's worth it. And it's fun. It's fun to look up at the sky and say, those are the energies that I'm talking about every week and we're reading about and we're studying and it's fun to take them in visually with not even needing a telescope. So that's exciting. Take the time to do it. I did read that on Friday, June 24th, it's going to be very visible because the moon this week is waning where the moon is getting smaller each night as we move toward the new moon next week. So as we get toward the end of this week, 
and the moonlight is less and less bright as the moon gets closer to the sun, it'll be easier to see these four planets. So hopefully it will be clear skies, no rain where you are, and Friday morning, get up about a half hour before the sunrise and see if you can see those four planets. I am going to set my alarm and do just that. Finally, next week is the new moon. So we will talk about it then, but just so you know, the new moon in Cancer on Tuesday of next week is going to be a really beautiful new moon, a great opportunity to set some intentions. The moon will be in her home sign of Cancer where she likes to be most, and we will have a nice conversation between the new moon and Jupiter. It's going to be a nice new moon for setting some intentions for the remainder of the year. So I hope you take an opportunity to do that. And if you'd like to do that with me, you can do that on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. We will have our restorative moon ritual for the new moon in Cancer in the moon membership and online yoga club. So if you are either a moon member or a member of online yoga club, you get access to those restorative rituals every new moon and full moon each month. If you want to join that, you can use the link in the show notes below, or just head over to my website. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. So I hope you have a wonderful week. Happy cancer season, happy Venus and Gemini, and take good care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.